Have you ever watched an apocalyptic sci-fi movie and wondered, could any of this really happen? I'm Carrie Bechet, and on Hypothetical, we explore what-if questions two ways, through speculative science fiction and through insight from the world's most brilliant scientists. And spoiler alert, your favorite sci-fi movies aren't nearly as far-fetched as you may think. Time travel with me into our possible futures on Hypothetical. New episodes every Tuesday available on all podcast apps. That's Hypothetical, H-Y-P-E-R-T-H-E-T-I-C-A-L. episode of Awkward Sex in the City. How are you guys doing? Um, is it snowing? Did it snow where you were? Are you in a state of emergency like we are in New York City? Um, which honestly, state of emergency sounds super intense, but like it's snowing and it's like fucking great. I know not everyone feels the same way about snow. Um, and all I can say is, uh, you're wrong. You're wrong. Snow is, um, the best snow is amazing i always feel bad for adults that see it as a chore because it is it is a chore like when you have to go work and you have to go commute through it um but i've just i don't know even even commuting through snow i've still just been like this is this is the best i love snow so much i don't care how basic it sounds but it's just like for a moment everything gets like super quiet and the air gets like extra crisp and like clean smelling like I don't know I love the smell of snow I love the smell the smell of impending snow and look again I live in New York City you know that snow turns into slush very quickly here uh though I don't know right now you know with um with COVID and not nearly as many people commuting who knows uh you might hear some wind gusts in the background you might hear my heater my radiator uh it's going full blast uh since last night because of um the snow. Uh, sometimes it sounds like a cry for help. Uh, sometimes the radiator sounds like uh, your stomach after you've eaten like way too much. It just kind of like gurgles in the background. Uh, I've already been in the snow. Uh, me and my, my best friend, Matt, who I did that whole episode about, he actually moved around the corner from me. So we like hopped out in the snow early this morning, got a uh, coffee, which I don't drink coffee. I do it like twice a year because, um, my body like cannot handle that much caffeine. And so if you can't already tell, it's why I'm talking so fast. I'm just kind of like shaking, uh, <laughs> as I recorded this and I was like, this is your fault, but also like, it was great. I was like, I love this. Actually, like I, I truly do give myself like two times of the year. I like, I'm allowed to have coffee. Uh, I got to space it out, you know, every six months. But one of my favorite times to do it is, um, in the winter, uh, for the holiday markets, which were obviously closed, uh, and did not happen this year because of, um, COVID, uh, which I get, they get hella, even though they're outside, they get like crazy packed. But I would always like once a year get, uh, they don't have it anymore at Starbucks, but it was the gingerbread 
cappuccino frappuccino i don't remember frapp is cold right because one time i ordered a frappuccino and i was like i thought this was hot and that's how much i like don't order coffee um and i just like to i would like to get a small little little gingerbread coffee and walk around uh because it's like also christmas time and so it's like my favorite time of the year besides from summer and you know be so excited to be in new york city you know for another year um, and we didn't get to do that this year. So that felt like this morning, that's what it felt like. It was like, oh, I'm just throughout it all. Uh, I'm still very excited to be in the city. Oh, fun fact. This is also a solo episode because um, last week's episode with Perry kind of reminded me how much I hate dating or hated dating. Um, I was good at it. Uh, I, I'm good at keeping a conversation going. Fun fact, spoiler, I don't know, all you do. If you feel like you're not good at dating, uh, just ask the other person a lot of questions about themselves. Uh, And then you also get to see, do they pause and ask about you? Um, And nine times out of 10, in my experience of dating, they did not. And they'd be like, oh my God, you're such a good listener. And I'd be like, oh my God, you're not. Yeah. And I, I specifically kept thinking about, I'm not saying... I wasn't an asshole in, in dating either. I was. I actually would, um, a lot of times I would meet guys like IRL and then we'd exchange numbers and um, they would be super excited to go on a date. I know, humble brag. Uh, and I'd be like, yeah, cool, 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 sure, sure, sure. And then I'd be into it until the day of and I would cancel like the hour before. And then not necessarily ghosts. Like there was one guy that I was like, honestly, the reason I canceled this dude was because he like mansplained, um, producing to me once. And I was just like, no, you don't do that to me at a comedy show. Like we met at a comedy show and I was like, yeah, I helped with this show. I know how to produce. Anyhow, I I knew I was like, this isn't going to work. And then another guy, (laughs) this is embarrassing to admit but we were like, I guess we were friends. We were like friend of a friend. And we like hung out in group settings a couple of times and already fucked someone in this like group friend. And it obviously that person, <laughs> we went like on a date, we had sex. And I think we both mutually were like, oh, this is not, this is not going to work for either one of us. And you know, that person is married now. I'm so happy for them. Um, seeing them in like other settings and uh, so happy for them. But it was really funny because there was a lot of buildup uh, to us going on a date, like a lot of flirting and, and IRL and like texting, like a lot of like, just like daily conversations. And then the date was actually pretty good. We played like ski ball and I actually beat him in it. And he was like on a league and I was like, sorry, just like uh, I'm, I'm good with balls in my hands. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, just like just the, there was just like no sexual chemistry, which was hilarious. Then I started not even really flirting with this other dude. But, you know, when you just like know you can have sex with this person, you're just like, if I put it out there, like it will happen. And that is like exactly what happened. And he like lived above a bar. And I was like, let's just meet at your bar. And got a couple drinks, went upstairs, had some sex fun times. And he lived close to me, like a 10 block radius. And I had said like a month before, I was just like, to my friends, I was just like, I really want, I just, I don't want to date anyone right now. I really just want someone that I can like walk to their apartment. Fuck, the sex is fun. The sex is good. uh, And walk back to my apartment. And like, we're both just like chill with that. 
And so that's what happens. Like I walked to this guy's apartment. We did have sexy fun times. The sex was good, um, which I'm not going to lie. I wasn't expecting it to be. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to go. And he was like, no, don't go. Don't go. And I was like, oh, and I was too nice and spent the night. We like ordered Chinese food and like ate Chinese food and like fucked like fucked around like like conversation wise and then fuck some more and I even remember like we both didn't eat all of our Chinese food and he put it in the fridge and so I was like when we woke up I was like okay I'm gonna go and he's like no wait for me we can't like walk together and I was like I was like we are not going the same way like I don't understand why I don't get this. But again, I still waited and I was like sitting on the bed and his roommate saw me and he was just like, hey. And I was like, hey. <laughs> and, and then the guy was like, oh my God, don't forget your Chinese food. And he was like, do you want mine too? And I was like, mm, sure, why not? Free food. And <laughs> I was like sitting in his bed with all this Chinese food. I'm like, this is so weird. And then, of course, I didn't sleep well at all. Uh, because I don't sleep well at people's houses at first when I'm, I don't know, I think that's pretty normal when you're like, this isn't my routine. And then, okay, that's so that happened. And then he wants to go out again because uh, I am a catch. Um, and like, we definitely like had chemistry for sure. I, I would totally give him that. But there was also like this like huge project slash conference that I was working on and I just didn't have time. And also social anxiety. Like I do get very nervous before like dates and stuff. So I canceled on this guy seven times seven times in a row and on the eighth time he was like okay this is bullshit he's like I've now talked to my friends about this like either you like don't want to hang out or like there's no way you're that busy and so because he called me out on it I was like fine I was like I'll show you how busy I am and I had him come to my apartment both my roommates were gone and I was working on the conference I had a meeting at like I think like at five or six or something. So I was like, you can come, we can have sex and then you have to go. Like I have to do this meeting to prove that I was that busy. And then, yeah, we had um, good sex again. And I don't know, like it fine, it fizzled out uh, probably because I would also not want to continue trying to date someone that canceled on me seven times. Like that is a blow to the ego. Right. That was back in like 2014. <laughs> Fast forward to like, I don't know, like 2017. I've been with Aaron for a couple of years. I'm on the train with one of my old babysitting bosses and I see him. And I was just like, you know what? We're both adults here. I was the dick in this situation. So I was just like, hey, blank, like I said his name. And he looks up. He's not, he does not have like headphones. He's, you know, just kind of like zoned out and he looks up and he goes, do I know you? And I was like, yes, you do. And he was like, oh, um, I like snapping his fingers. And he was like, Natalie, right? And I was like, yeah, mm -hmm, it's Natalie. And I was with my boss. So I couldn't really say anything, but I really wanted to be like, yeah, the bitch that like, uh, canceled on you repeatedly, uh, over and over again. Uh, which in that moment, I was like very, very, very mad that he thought he could do that. And then, you know, now 2021, of course he did that. I like came, I rushed home and like unfriended him immediately because we were somehow friends on Facebook. Uh, and I was like, I win. And it's just like, who, why is this a competition, Natalie? Why, why do you, why do you have to do this? I mean, and the short answer is because I have a huge ass ego and I think I'm amazing. Uh, and why wouldn't everyone remember me? 
Um, that is something that I will work on in therapy today because it's Monday. And guess who has therapy in five hours? Me. But it just like that memory came into my mind immediately when Perry was talking about running into the person at the Met. And again, now just having years, like being years removed from it and just being like, wow, I was such an asshole. I was such a bitch. Like, this is why you hated dating. Like you were, you were so a part of why it sucked. Like, I cannot even imagine what it has to be like to have someone cancel on you seven times in a row. And it's not like I would give like an, an adequate heads up or an adequate advance. And like when I was um, canceling, it was like, again, an hour or two every time before. And that definitely goes back into like my fear of like intimacy and my fear of opening up. I like, I would, <laughs> the rush of relief I would get every time I canceled. Uh, it was amazing. And I think the reason with him, it was so much was because, um, I could tell he definitely wanted to do more than just like hook up. And I was definitely in a position or not in a position. I was definitely in a place in my life where I just didn't, I just didn't want to date. It hadn't even been a year since I was out of that really like bad relationship with that guy for like off and on. Like, I don't remember like two years. I just wasn't in a place where I could realize that like, I wasn't, um, over the pain that it caused me and over the, um, what would be, you know, some pretty long lasting, you know, trust issues and intimacy issues and, um, even body issues. See, the guy said awful stuff about my body. I wasn't in therapy yet. I wouldn't go into therapy, I think until 2016. I'm not sure what type of point I'm trying to make here. Like, I don't want to be like, we're all fucked up, so it's okay. <laughs> I mean, we all are fucked up in some way or another, whether it's our parents or a bad relationship or anything, right? Something somewhere has fucked us up, especially if you're in New York. <laughs> New York's a very specific breed of people because uh, you have to remember, like we come, most of us are transplants. We, we come to live here in a place where most people are like, this is way too much. Um, most of us hate the suburbs, like the quiet, the peace, um, which, you know, when you kind of step back from that, you're just like, wait, what is there? Why? Why do I not like the suburbs? And I, I truly, I hit like day five or day six in the suburbs and I'm like, get me the fuck out. Like, I just, I need my city. Um, and now I've completely lost my train of thought of like what I was trying to explain. I, I guess just like dating is hard. <laughs> Too long didn't read dating's hard, guys. I don't know if you knew this. Um, I don't miss it. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. 
or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Do you like science fiction? I'm Carrie Bechet, and if you loved movies like Arrival or Interstellar, then you're going to want to check out my podcast, Hypothetical. On Hypothetical, we tell speculative sci-fi stories interwoven with real science. New episodes every Tuesday, available wherever you get podcasts. like so when I think back or like when me and Aaron started dating and I do like think about like why was it different why was I willing to spend the night multiple times like I truly in my year of dick I don't think how many guys it was it was a lot of guys the only person I spent the night was that dude that I canceled on seven times we're gonna call him Rick it's not his name was Rick um and he lived the closest to me. I I was fucking this guy, um, comedian Avi, who <laughs> it would take me like full stop, no exaggeration, exaggeration about two hours to get home because he was a comedian. So we would fuck like fuck and hook up like after his sets. So we wouldn't be like in his apartment until 10 or 11 p.m. And he, this is when I still lived in East Harlem. He lived in Brooklyn. Ooh. I would be waiting for that F train for so fucking long. Like it would be like a 20 minute late, 20 minute wait. And then that only got me so far. I'd always have to transfer. Uh, and it was like, you know, do I transfer early? Do I transfer late? Um, it was not fun. And this is before. No, I think I had games on my phone, but it was just like so long. And he'd always offer to like stay. And I'd be like, nah, I'm good. He also did not have a bed frame. And I'm just like, you're in a place in your life where you shouldn't have a bed frame. And then there was another dude, also in Brooklyn, different stop off the F train, had a bed frame, <laughs> no roommates. And I was like, no, no. Oh my God. Oh my God. The dude without a bed frame. The first time we hooked up, I was on my period and it was like heavy. And I told him, and he was like, that's okay. He was like, I'll just put a towel down. And I was like, cool. Love it. Adorable. So I was like, okay, I got to do some things in the bathroom then. I had to take out, you know, my tampon. Um, two dudes live in this apartment and you can always tell dudes it's only dudes because there's never like, the bathroom is always just like gross. And so I pull out my tampon and I just flush it in the toilet because where else are you going to put it? There was no trash can that I remember. When I flushed the toilet, there was just blood still everywhere on the on the in the bowl. And I was like, oh fuck. And so hastily looking around for any type of toilet cleaner, of course, as luck would have it, there's none. There is, you know, two in one dandruff control shampoo conditioner. And so I just kind of like squeeze it in and now there's just like bubbles everywhere. And I was like, none of this is good. And I had been in the bathroom so long at this point that he knocks on the door and he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And I was just like, I guess, I guess this blood, you know, I've just, I've marked my territory and we have 
very mediocre sense sex, but he was very good at fingering. Like it felt very, very, very good, but I didn't come from it, if that makes sense. But it felt great. And so I would fake it and then he wouldn't stop after I faked it. So I faked it like a lot. And now like I look back and I'm like, why were you faking? The guy actually only made me come once, <laughs> but we just like hooked up a lot because uh, he had a car. So he would come to me too. And that was great to be like, okay, bye. But yeah, like the first time we had sex, you know, we were like kind of laying around, you know, uh, goofing off. And then uh, I was like, well, I got to go. And he was like, why? And I was like, because I, I'm going to bleed through this towel. Like I'm like, I'm on a heavy day. Uh, this is when I still had a, a, a period because I had um, not gotten an IUD yet. And he was like, well, you can, he's like, you can also like, you know, I can go get you tampons and you can stay. And I was like, no, nah, I'm good. Cause it was also, it was one of those rare times it was early. I actually on purpose, <laughs> I did, I went to a show to see a friend at a show and I saw him outside and I was like, he didn't see me. He was on the phone. And so I purposely like went like backstage being like, oh, you know, you were here. Cause, um, I wanted to fuck him. And I'm very proud of that calculation because it worked out perfectly. And then we fucked that night. Long story short, I didn't go. I didn't stay. I went to meet, meet my friend at this like dance party. And I think there was like something and I did not go buy tampons. I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to wad up some toilet paper. I'm going to be fine. Blood all over myself. It was the springtime. There was blood all over my legs. But I swear to God, there must have been like pheromones in the blood because like dudes were just like coming out of the woodworks. And it was a great fucking night. And um, it was like someone that I had wanted to have sex with for a long time. And it just, you know, worked out. He, uh, he actually had like flirted with me when I was still with that ex. So it was like, it was very cathartic in a way. Because I flirted back, but it didn't do anything because I had a boyfriend. Uh, and then a month later, I did not have a boyfriend. So I was like, hmm, interesting. Um, this guy would actually drive up to Connecticut when I was living nannying. And we would fuck there. And I never told the parents uh, that I was nannying about that one. And it was kind of great because it felt like I was like, it felt like I had an affair. It was like this fun little secret. And, uh, yeah, it was fun. I'm not saying have an affair, but I was just like, this is so fun. Like a little, little secret, like sneaking around the house. Yeah. Maybe dating was kind of fun. Um, no, I hated dating. I loved fucking around. I loved zero strings attached. Let's just have, you know, good old fashioned sex without dates. I loved it. I loved it so much. There was one time where it was like back to back with the dudes in Brooklyn. There was like two dudes specifically in Brooklyn. Again, both comedians. I think they actually knew each other. <laughs> I told my mom about that and she was like, mm, I don't know how I feel about this. And I was like, well, it's not your vagina, so uh, it doesn't matter. Um, I was like getting tested, using, using protection. Um, I don't think there was any dude that I didn't use protection with in this uh, situation. Yeah, no, I've always been a, we're going to use protection unless we are dating and I'm on the pill and we've had that conversation you know I'm pretty sure one of the dudes that I did that with uh lied to me by getting tested getting tested is this a fun episode I don't know I don't know if it's a fun episode for you I feel like I'm talking so fast uh <laughs> I'm like so jittery right now and I'm like this is like coffee tastes great this is why you never have coffee this is why uh because it Makes your brain go crazy. It does taste so, so good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't miss dating. I don't. Um, 
I did stalk that dude that I canceled on seven times recently. Um, he's married. So happy for you. Um, he seems very happy. He very much was like ready to settle down. And I get that. He had been a comedian and he had just recently quit. And so I feel like there was like this animosity towards me because of that. He actually had said at one point before we ever started like hooking up, he was like, is Awkward Sex and City even that big of a deal? And I was like, yeah. Uh, it was it was around the time where like I was getting like a lot of press and like a lot of things were happening, which is really cool. I was young and it was really cool. But <laughs> I remember being like, this son of a bitch, like, sorry, you quit. I'm not. And I'm always like a little mad that I fucked him still because of uh, of him saying that, like trying, trying to make me feel like shit about comedy. But what man hasn't tried to make you feel shit about your dreams, right? Maybe that's why I canceled on seven times. Maybe I wasn't an asshole in this. I kind of forgot about that until uh, just about now, just right now. Eh, I don't care. Has that ever happened to you? Like, I don't know. I mean, of course it has. Dudes sucking. <laughs> of course it's happened. People, also just people sucking. Um, I, again, I am fully aware. I have, I've played my part in being a shitty while dating. I think... It's weird. Like you almost have to be selfish while dating, right? Because if you're not, then in a way you're not being truthful. And I know we're not always like fully truthful with like who we are when we're first dating someone. Like you're on your best behavior. Like I was holding in my farts like the first three months with Aaron. Um, and I remember waking up to my own farts when we were like in the same bed being like, oh no. And I wish I could remember the first time I farted in front of him. But I always found farts funny. So he was like, this is great. Like anytime he farted, I'd laugh. And then anytime I farted, I'd laugh and he'd laugh. And he was, <laughs> I will never forget him being like, man, it's going to suck that, f that first time you say ew when I fart. And honestly, I don't think I have yet. I'll have to ask him. <sighs> have I talked about this on the podcast? I, I, mine and Aaron's first date that included sex, I got explosive diarrhea uh, that night. Uh, so it's kind of hard to not um, be cool with poo when you get the explosive D, you know, um, it's a really great story for the stage, uh, which who knows whenever that's happening again. Um, yeah, I think I'll end it there with not really saying anything, uh, about dating that you didn't already know. Um, cause I'm definitely not an expert. Uh, I definitely, definitely don't miss dating. Flirting's fun though. Like I, I think everyone always kind of misses flirting. That's about it though. Cause I also like I don't know about you guys, but usually like the sex the first time with people like for me like isn't that good? It takes a moment to like you know figure out each other's bodies and stuff. I also want to apologize to anyone who is dating right now, being like, yes, now like we fucking know, we get it. Uh, and props to you guys. I'm very in awe of people that have like still figured it out with with COVID and dating, like. Like I said, like I know people that are like met this summer and it just, it, I don't know, it just worked out, you know, like you just kind of treat it like an STD, you know, like I got tested, here are my results, etc., etc. I'm totally losing speed. I can feel the caffeine leaving. I think I'm going to leave it there. I hope you guys are doing great. Maybe you have snow. I hope you're able to get on it. It kind of looks gross right now. <laughs> I mean, when I went out this morning, it was, it's great. I love this now. Like I said, already a million times. But it did suck when the wind was like blowing it right into your eye. You can't get away from that just yet. But I hope you got a snow day. I hope you're doing okay. 
as we go on in COVID. It's February. It's fucking February. We got through January. They said January was going to be the worst month. And it was definitely a hard one. I don't know about you guys. Like in New York City, there was definitely just like this undertone, this very loud undertone. I don't know if that's an oxymoron or not, of um, sadness and despair. I don't know what February is going to be like. I feel like it's going to be very similar. Like I feel like me and all my friends are just like anxiously waiting for springtime, which is why the snow was so great because it was like, here's a reason to stay inside. It's so beautiful. It's also like, you know, breaks up the monotony of what's going on. Cause like, again, like cases are, you know, kind of on the rise in New York city. We're like lingering between like an eight and 9% positivity rate in the summer. It was like a 1.5 positivity rate. We've got the new variant. Uh, so it just, you know, we're all double masking now. Uh, I always double masked, uh, and now I'm like, should I be triple masking? Uh, it just, nothing feels safe right now. It doesn't feel safe to go out and get drinks outside. Cuomo is opening up indoor dining for us on Valentine's Day, which one, do not go inside. Do not go inside. And two, like, what are you trying to say there, Cuomo? Like, I love you so much. I will die for you. I don't know. It's, it sucks so much. Um, way to, way to bring down the whole episode. But again, I hope you guys are safe. I hope you guys are doing okay. And I will see you guys next week with a guest. Don't worry. I have a guest uh, for the next episode. Like, rate, share, masturbate. I will see you guys next week. Wash your hands. Wear a team mask.